0: Yeah, ultimately. There are five models that are put forth for this Earth, and none not one of them can adequately
1: explain reality. Not yet.
0: Houston, we have a problem. Have
1: a What's going on, everyone? It's Jaronism, back with another video for you today. First, an apology to those who have been waiting for Please Explain It To Me, Volume 2. That is coming up next, so have no fear. But I wanted to get this out first. It's uh, also late. And this video stems from a conversation we had on Globebusters. Uh, we had a little talk with Max Egan, and you may know him from The Crow House. He also has made some awesome movies, so check those out The Awakening, The Calling, uh, Transformation. Um, but he's got a great message, and he doesn't think too highly of the Flat Earth. Uh, you can find him in the link below, so if you want to watch his stuff. Also, you can find his interview on Globusters in the link below as well. Uh, he tells us that he thinks the Flat Earth is a circular argument, and that it can't be proven. So let me let you hear his version of the story first, and then we'll be back to talk about his conversation on Globusters and a little flight anomaly that uh, he experienced when flying from Santiago, Chile to Sydney, Australia. Yeah, you know,
0: when I identified the, uh, the whole Flat Earth Globe Earth debate as being a psyop, I wasn't saying that one side was particularly true. I was saying that the, uh, the, the uh, movement is being played as a divisive mechanism, it's being played as a psyop. You know, it's a psychological operation that's being used to divide the community. And if you just look at what this movement has done, it's it's at loggerheads. It's put everybody at loggerheads with each other because you've got two sides stating an absolute. And everybody's argument. if you listen to the flat earthers and globe earthers talking to each other, each one of them is saying, you can't prove the earth's flat. And the globe earthers are saying, prove the globe. That's That's their whole baseline when it comes down to it is prove the globe. Yeah, ultimately, there are five models that are put forth for this Earth, and none not one of them can adequately explain reality, not yet. You know, the, the jury's still out, as far as I'm concerned, and I get accused of um being... Oh, people put out videos saying Max Egan lying shill for the ball Earth because I don't agree that the Earth is flat, because I, I'm not able to take a position, because as far as I'm concerned, the jury's still out on all the models. There isn't one model, like I said, that explains reality adequately, and no model that answers all, all of the things that are here so why am i expected to take a position and why am i accused of having a position simply because i won't take on someone else's belief system you know what i'm saying so yeah, you, you get yeah, involved actually, in this circular paradoxical argument it's an argument that's completely paradoxical and and you can't ever win the argument no one can win from either side because each side is demanding absolutes when there are no absolutes
1: so he sees it as a psyop he says it's a paradoxical argument But he also noticed something very interesting on his recent flight from Santiago, Chile to Sydney, Australia. First off, he did show us that the flight exists, so we thank him for that. And second, he showed us a rather interesting anomaly that perhaps is a significant detail in the entire globe versus flat debate. So let's uh, pick up the conversation that was on Globebusters and see what he's got to say and what his video shows.
0: Actually, share something else with you regarding that flight which I found unusual, which I'm sure you will get something of interest from. And I don't know what it means, but this is what happened. Someone said to me, make sure you take your compass next time. So I did. I took a compass with me. I have a very good uh, compass. I could turn my camera on and show it to you if you want. I could actually show you the video of this, of this little particular section of the flight if you want it. And um, well, I was about five, five, maybe more, five, six Six, seven hours, eight, eight I don't know, a fair, fair bit in the flight. I've been asleep for about five hours, and I woke up, and I'm quite groggy. Uh, it was daylight all the way back, flying all the way back from South America. It was daylight. Um, if you look at the map, you take a southwestern route, then you go west, and then you take a northwestern route as you come back up to Sydney from when you cross over near just before you get to New Zealand. You sort of start going north again, northwest. So, um,
1: so as we look at the great circle route that you would take going from uh chile santiago chile across the pacific ocean all the way to sydney australia you would take this route which is uh exactly as he said you would start out first going uh south or southwest and then you would take a little portion of it going west and then you would go northwest so that would be the lineup
0: i was looking at the compass And their compass at one particular point was reading northwest, and my compass was reading west-southwest. And my compass stayed reading west-southwest for the entire journey, well, the entire journey that I was awake anyway.
1: So just to kind of show what he was saying, he said every time he checked his compass, he was getting a southwest reading, which a flat earth would show. And on the on-screen video display on the back seat of the uh, seat in front of him, uh, was showing a northwest as the globe would show. He had been asleep for five hours, he said, but when he woke up, the plane was showing the portion of the trip as northwest, but his compass was showing a different reading of southwest. He also claimed that uh, his compass remained in the southwest position for the entire remainder of his flight, and then he went home and checked uh, the compass against many others a digital compass and another compass and said his compass was working fine. So we'll l- listen to the rest of this and watch the video. Of him showing us exactly what anomaly he found.
0: But I was asleep for five hours during the journey. But every time I checked my compass, it was pointing south-southwest, and I find that a bit strange that I would be flying south-southwest all the way from Santiago to Sydney. It didn't really make a lot of sense to me. So that's a that's a weird thing. Whether there's some weird electromagnetic interference in the plane that's causing my compass to do weird things, I don't know. I don't know. But I took the compass. I took a little video of the compass on the screen and I compared it with my compass sitting on the table pointing directly straight ahead to the nose of the plane, and I was getting a different reading. So that's something that may interest
1: you. Well, that's amazing, Max. I mean, if you look at the Gleason's map, if you were traveling, you would be going west-southwest the entire way. So, I mean, those are the kind of things that are important because they are not possible on a globe. And so these are the kind of things, when you say it's not provable, you just kind of proved it. That something is wrong. I
0: didn't didn't prove anything. What I offered you was uh, an interesting piece of information which which we will add to our preponderance of evidence and that's beautiful and we appreciate that and for people out there that are saying what are you saying this for Max can you turn my screen on would you like me to share that particular video with you I
1: would love it. The next two or three minutes of this video were us trying to get Max to share his screen so again, if you it want to see the entire fast, interview and uh, this three minutes of downtime, you can click the link below otherwise, we're fast forwarding to when he finally got his video showing for everyone in the hangout. so here you go
0: me if you can say this
1: it when it gives you a bunch of options, click the entire screen button. do you see when it says full like screen. yeah full screen then click OK and then try playing it so you can see it and we'll be able to see it. Can you see uh, now? Let's, uh, can you? Can you see?
0: Here we are, folks. I've been asleep for about five hours. Yeah, we got it. Open our web- as you can see, this down here.
1: so here we can clearly see that the plane is in the portion of the flight that it's turning northwest, as seen by the on-screen display. So, as we can see here, as he said, in the radar or on the on-screen display, uh, clearly the plane is traveling northwest according to the flight tracker
0: I'm hearing a different reading of my compass as business comes around the
1: reading starts to say Southwest. So, as you can see, the compass is clearly showing southwest or west southwest, and the on screen display is showing it is going northwest. Quite a large anomaly. So
0: let's do that, again.
1: that kid must have been fun for 11 hours.
0: Yeah, I'm actually looking at that on the Gleason's map, and that would tend to agree with the Flat Earth map. Max's compass readings, wouldn't it, Jaron?
1: Yeah, I mean, it definitely would be a southwest from Santiago to Auckland, or that would be southwest pretty much the whole time. Interesting. And that's what Interesting. I keep going back to, is that the whole idea of a great circle. Um, they say you have to travel in that kind of a arc path, which is just not true. You could draw a straight line between Auckland and... New Zealand travel the straight line. So there you go. Well, thank yep. you for that,
0: Max. Thank you for that. Not a problem. That, How uh, do I sharing? I'll, I'll stop. Okay. okay. You're off. But that's so. interesting. So you see I'm open to things. You know? But that's interesting. Yeah. That I found that discrepancy. What caused it? I don't know. Is there a problem with my compass? I don't know. I spin it around. It looked all right. I don't know. I checked it with another compass when I go home. It looked good. I checked it with a digital compass. It looked good. All right, That's what it gave me. So that's something okay. interesting. It is. It's very interesting um, because, you know, when you look at it on the Gleason's map, it we, we tend to agree with the flat-earth model. Um, now, are we going to say that's conclusive? Nope, but it's an interesting tidbit for sure. Um, very the, interesting uh, to see that. The flight from Sydney to Santiago is 11.5 hours. The flight back is around about 14.5 because you're accounting for
1: headwinds. So, as you can see, something is clearly weird about that particular flight which seems to show northwest as the intended path of the flight yet uh... max clearly showed uh... at least that portion of the flight was showing southwest on his compass and he claims that it showed southwest the entire time he was awake uh... let me show you a flat earth map so you can get an idea of why that's a big deal now as you heard bob say uh... this is not necessarily proof it's just something Uh, that's very interesting and worth mentioning. Now let me look at the flight as it would take place here on the Gleason's map. Now again uh, none of us are claiming that this Gleason's map is exactly correct. We're not claiming that the uh, sizes of the continents are correct or the distances between them. It's just something to give us an idea if we're looking at a flat earth kind of model. Uh, You can see the black line being the flight's path if it were on a flat earth. And if you look at the lines that have the green on them uh, those are lines where the plane would be flying northwest line with the purple would be flying about west and then all the yellow lines would be flying southwest. So the interesting thing there is when Max said that the second half of his trip the entire time he was awake his compass was showing southwest that would make sense with all the yellow lines as you see Uh, remember north is relative to where you're at with south behind you so that's what those little pink lines show us and as you can see all the yellow lines are actually a southwest flight direction uh, where on a globe he should have been going northwest and that's the anomaly that he found